Welcome to Avid Watchers. My name is Mary-Kate Cheetah. My name is Adam Nix. And today we're going to be covering the Netflix film, Holidate, um, which came out this year and stars Emma Roberts, Luke Bracey, Jessica Capshaw, Kristen Chenoweth, and more. I think just right off the bat, I'll just say a quick um, overview of the plot, which is... Fed up with being single on holidays, two strangers agreed to be each other's platonic plus ones all year long, only to catch real feelings along the way. Um, so, (laughs) Adam, I watched this movie first, and I didn't think necessarily that we were going to cover it, um, but then we decided to, and then you watched it. And how how did you feel, like, first impressions? I thought this was a really bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And not just, like, I like rom-coms and I like Christmas holiday holiday movies and stuff, but I just didn't think much worked in this. That being said, like, I I think it'll be fun to talk about, like, at least from what I feel didn't work or did work or what your feelings were. How did you feel about it? Um, I'll say this. Um, we can talk more about this later, but the first two scenes, two or so scenes, um, I was like, oh God, like, what have I done? Like, this is so, so horrible. And then once I got past that point, I was like, I was like on, you know, I was there for the ride. So I just kind of strapped in. Um, and it got, I thought more enjoyable as it went on, but um, it's really interesting because I think had you asked me like right after I saw it and I would have been like, yeah, like that was a cute movie. And then, <laughs> and then I, while taking notes before this episode, basically realized how much I disliked it. Just like, basically it's a type of movie that you shouldn't ever like dive into and talk about. <laughs> If you want to enjoy it, because the moment you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, my God, it's all so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of I think it'll and again, I think it'll still be fun to talk about. But I'm, I was also just like, oh, it for oh my sure gosh, will. like like this movie is a waste of time. And I don't say that about it. Like, I, I think even bad movies are fun to watch. But I was like, I wish I had that like two hours back in my life. <laughs> like, I just like was so I don't know. I just feel like it, it wasn't funny. Um there was no chemistry between the characters like it's just like the list goes on and on of all these things where I was just like oh there's nothing to there's nothing I really liked about it I feel like I was thinking about this because have you watched a lot of like Christmas rom-coms yeah I have okay because I feel like I guess maybe sorry go ahead no I feel like they're usually worse than this but it's like they lean into it, you know, like they like Christmas, like a Hallmark Channel movie, like knows what it is. This thinks it's a lot funnier than it is. I could see that for sure. But I feel like I already go into the movie like knowing it's going to be forgettable. I guess I went into it thinking, especially like I really like Emma Roberts and it seemed like, you know, a big like it in 
I like the Princess Switch and the, a bunch of the random like Christmas movies that come on Netflix everywhere. And I would expect this kind of quality from like that, you know, like a Vanessa Hudgens movie or whatever, you know, like one sure. of her Christmas movies or something like that. But it's like with this and like it being Emma Roberts and I don't know, I guess for some reason I went into it thinking it was going to be like not not that. And maybe I just went into it with the wrong headspace then. So, but like yeah. I think they like balanced between wanting to be that or like having the plot of like a bad Hallmark movie, but thinking it was more than that, that like, eh, that made everything just feel like not genuine. <laughs> yes, I could see that for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like I just kind of knew from the start it was going to be bad, but I, I just was like, well, just have fun with it or whatever. But then the more you think about it, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have, so we're going to try something new this week, um, that we hope to continue, but, um, we're going to answer some questions about it and, um, yeah. So our first one is what's your favorite scene from the movie and why? You go first. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> these questions are really hard to answer. I just want to say because I, well, we'll get into it. But my, I said my favorite scene was maybe when she accidentally was given laxatives, which like question mark, question mark. How did that happen? And um, she almost shits herself in an elevator. <laughs> I just thought that was funny, and then, like, they kind of have, like, a their romantic, like, their romantic moment after that part, and kind of the next morning, and so it was, like, a turning point, kind of, for them, so that was also interesting. I thought there, like, that, you know, for a movie that I felt like there wasn't a lot of chemistry between the main characters, that, like, that scene, you know, like when they first have sex and their first, like the first time they really like, you know, quote unquote, see each other. Like, I feel like, uh, that was well done. I didn't think the, like the, the laxative stuff was funny. Cause I was just annoyed that like, that would never happen. You know, it's like, it felt really <laughs> low effort, right? Like it's oh, like, totally. like something like bridesmaids, which is a way funnier instance of the same thing of everybody <laughs> shitting their pants. Like they did it really well and like it worked, but it's like, at this point, it just feels like, like okay, like, um, easy pickings for, oh, this will be funny if we, like, make her, like, shit I her totally pants. Agree. And, like, okay, like, let's just put laxatives in this lady's birth. Like, it just, like, yes. it felt okay, like so they I... really just wanted to do that scene and didn't do any effort into actually making it feel, like, actually goofy or, like, fun or, like, actually meaningful. To I don't know. It just, like... You know what I'm saying? It was just yeah, really no, weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, 100%. Like, it was like, you could totally tell, like, it was like, okay, we need something where, like, he has to, like, take care of her, and it's, like, really embarrassing, and it, like, brings them together. And they're like, what could we do? Like, could she be throwing up? Could she be, like, pooping? We're like, but, but like, why would it be such an emergency? <laughs> like, you know, they're like, let's just say someone accidentally get relaxed. Like, it felt very lazy and, like, didn't make sense. But hear me out, Adam. I had to pick a favorite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing that bothered me best. about that scene um, was that, like, 
since they they did the reveal that it was a laxative after she was like squirming in the taxi and like being carried to like the apartment you know that i was like is her dress just that tight like is her dress just really really tight and she can't move like it wasn't like oh like what a shocker like it was laxatives i was like why didn't they tell me it was laxatives earlier I have did to I miss say, something there? maybe I'm just less observant than you. I did not notice the other stuff. I didn't notice her. She was like in the freaking out in the cab, and like he carried her to the sidewalk because she like couldn't move. And I was like, I don't. It was just really confusing. <laughs> okay, but I did, did like you, have... you know like once they actually like he took care of her and like they like slept over together and that kind of stuff. Like that was all very like I thought that was nice. So did you have a favorite? Um, I think that, uh, some of my favorite stuff was actually near the beginning. Like I actually did like the, um, whole scene where they like, they were chatting with each other after the retail incident. I thought the retail incident was kind of shitty. I was like, oh, these people are shitty people, but them just talking to each other, you know, and like being like, oh, maybe we'll be this holiday. It was good. Like, and then the other time that I, uh, I think it was a really nice scene and well done was when uh, he runs into her in the candy store and like backs her up in front of her ex-boyfriend. Oh, um, yeah. That's such a classic rom-com thing. It's a classic. Yeah, right. But like, I think mm-hmm. it, for a movie that basically is just like a Frankenstein of classic rom-com moments like smushed together, I think that is one of the ones they did all right. Like, I was like, oh, that's a that's a fun, goofy little experience there. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's funny that, so my, <laughs> what's the word? Transitioning into the next one. Um, my least favorite scene was actually the scene where Sloane and Jackson meet in the clothing store. And I thought it was a terrible meet cute and it was so cringy. And like the girl behind them was like the least funny thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Yep, totally And agree. like, it was just like a meet cute in a rom-com is so important. And I thought it was done so badly. And then... You, like you said, they were both being such assholes. I was like, I hate these people. <laughs> like, right. It's like like retail workers should not have to deal with those kind of sh- Like, is that really like the common, like your protagonists of the show are going to be like shitty to retail workers? Like, yeah, not a good look. People. <laughs> it was, so that was really look. bad. I, I, I guess to clarify, it's like the convert that the chat they were having afterwards at like the mall, you know, with the setup of quote unquote holiday. Yeah. Like, I thought that was all right. But yeah, I totally agree. I think that was one of my least favorite scenes as well was like just the whole retail thing and that yeah that lady was so not funny that was like standing <laughs> behind them and like talking it's like yeah the it point just of didn't this? work none of it worked mm-hmm. i was upset by that um did you have a least favorite scene um i thought that uh some of the like decisions um emma roberts character made like kind of in the fallout were so frustrating or like it just didn't really make sense um or like some of the ways that they like had her act things out like i thought it was super cringy when she was they were at the wedding and she was like like um with the doctor i know she went on a date with the doctor and um (laughs) the other guy i don't even know these people's names but her like the the other love interest he went on a date with this like old cougar aunt of hers and he she like starts like trying to like goofily lick the fingers of the doctor and like really like (laughs) like going overboard with how you know like 
it was just so obvious that this was supposed to be like slapstick goofy that it felt it just didn't land for me at all like it was just weird I don't know and like those kind of scenes across it were what bothered me most it feels like it went so hardcore on this like goofiness that like almost felt like an SNL skit instead of an actual Mm. like rom-com Right. You know, another one was like uh, when they were at the Halloween party and she finds out um, her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend is pregnant. And she's like, I'm so happy for you. And she's like, (laughs) it's like slapstick goofy. And I just feel like it felt so removed from some other stuff that uh, I just thought it was dumb. (laughs) The guy that she used to date, Luke. Did, Did he say that they only dated for a few months? Yeah, I also heard that. Because then basically confused. everything else that happened didn't make sense because they barely even dated. <laughs> yeah. Like her reactions were so over the top dramatic for someone she barely even dated. So it's like, oh, we dated for a few months. I was like, what? <laughs> and then she like found out they were yeah. pregnant and was like freaking out and needed to leave the party. I was like, you barely even dated him. I just don't even understand why you're so upset. Also, he seems like awful. Yep. But you're also awful. But anyways, so (laughs) the next one we have is what's your favorite and least favorite character? And I feel like (laughs) this question is hard because I don't feel passionately enough about the movie to have favorites and least favorites. Yeah. But if I had to, if I had to, I would say least favorite is Sloan, which is Emma Roberts' character. And that's could be because I'm partly biased because i'm not a huge emma roberts fan and then if i had to pick a favorite maybe the guy who cared about his kids question mark i I don't know wait the guy who cared about his kids who's the oh yeah Mm -hmm. remember him because he like wasn't even in the movie sloan's his uh, brother-in-law right yeah so her sister her sister's husband is like always home with the kids and always doing stuff with the kids and she's like oh he he won't leave them with a sitter and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that yeah. was, like, a weird plot line that she seemed like she, like, didn't care about Gosh, it. The family dynamics were so weird. But, uh, like, um, I, I think you're right that he's the best character. Like, he is the actual, like, <laughs> good person there. And I think probably because we don't have a ton of screen time with him, we don't grow to, like, not care about him. Cause <laughs> I know. And, like, he's from SNL. He's probably the one person there that could actually be funny. Right. And he's, like, barely That's a good in point. the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'd probably pick Sloan as my least favorite as well. Just because, like, it's just uh, her, like, motivations and stuff just felt so random. Like, none of it ever felt, like, meaningful because of how random it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the other, it's like, it, you're right, it's a hard question to answer, because, like, the side characters are barely even side characters, like, they're just, like, yeah. random quips, you know, like, that it's mm-hmm. almost even hard to include them in this, um, so. Um, if you could change anything about the plot, what would it be? Um, I wrote OMG, where to start? But really, everything is everything an answer. (laughs) Um, So as we know, one of my biggest gripes is that their meat cute sucked um, and was like the worst scene in the movie. And then they're both just huge assholes. Um, And then Aunt Susan is played by Kristen Chenoweth. And honestly, like, 
I love her and would probably enjoy her in anything she did. Um, but they just, like, portrayed her as this, like, sad old slut. <laughs> and I thought it was, like, a really weird and, like, antiquated in a way. Because, like, I don't know. Like, why can't, like, an older woman, like, embrace her sexuality and, like, not be in a relationship and it not be, like, the saddest, most horrible thing in the world? Um, and it, it almost was, like, like, clearly Aunt Susan was supposed to be, like, oh, Emma Roberts' character, if you don't, like, get your shit together, you're gonna be your Aunt Susan. And I just found that, like, weirdly offensive. And then, like, the fact that she got together with Farouk, which is the doctor that lives near the mom, just, like, made absolutely no sense to me. Like, it just wasn't... I don't know. I just felt like it was the type of thing where it's, like, it's a rom-com. Everyone has to end up with someone. Right. I thought the Farouk and her getting together was fine. I thought the comedy surrounding it was very unfunny, but that's everything with this movie. Like, it just wasn't funny. Um, but uh, I do agree that I was like, what do you, what do you, it seems like at the beginning of the movie, you were talking about how Sloane's mom was like kind of being a shithead for constantly telling Sloane to dress better or find a boyfriend or like, that's, that's what you were like, you were telling us. And then, at the end of the movie, you say, oh, no, just kidding. Like, yeah, your aunt is actually really, really, like, a really sad and lonely person for being alone her entire life. It's like, at the beginning of the movie, she was having a ton of fun, and that's okay to have fun and, like, date people, you know? I, so I, mm -hmm. I totally agree. I was like, what are you doing with this, you know? Like, it seems like you're kind of pushing, like, a dumb narrative with it. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, also, like, her character was so over the top. It's just, like, she's not a human being that exists, I don't think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if there's one thing that I could change, it would be, like, the slapstick humor. Like, just choose a side. So, you know, from um, all the relationship stuff, like, like her, you know, gnawing on um, her, like, date's hand at the wedding or... Um, that whole thing with Christian Chenoweth and um, like how she was, I don't know, like her goofiness in it too. Like it was just like, it was all so over the top and very like um, almost like separated pods from the rest of the movie that it just felt really uncomfortable. And like, I don't think Emma Roberts did a great job with the like goofiness either at some points too. Or And yeah. I'm not sure where it's like the writing or the actors too. Cause I just think, they're, I don't know. I'm trying yeah. not to like totally like crap on this movie a bunch and like but at the same time it's just like the comedy was just so bad and I think <laughs> even for bad movies sometimes it can be like goofy or cheesy goofy where you like it where it's just like none of the comedy landed so I was like what am I here for? So, I mean I'm not gonna sit here and say I didn't laugh at when M Emma Roberts was like weirdly sucking on Farouk's fingers like I did. Okay. But I, <laughs> there were certain moments I did laugh at, but I think, like, I totally agree with you that, like, overall, like, it wasn't working. I'm also not going to pretend I didn't laugh sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't, maybe I just, like, kind of got in this little hole of, like, not wanting to like it halfway through, where it's, like, when that's the goofiness happened, I was more critical of it. But, like, yeah, it just didn't work for me. So. <laughs> I also think, like, it's, it's just... It surprises me how much the room I'm in can influence how I watch a movie as well. Because 
um, I know you watched it with Cassie and I know that Cassie also didn't like it. So if like, if I was sitting in a room with someone, it was just me and them and we both hated it. I just feel like it would have been like a super different vibe than I was in where I was sitting with two people who like liked it and enjoyed it. And so yeah, I was it dampens kind of the able mood. to just, you know, yeah, I think it totally affects how you see it. Um, so which actor or actress won the movie? Um, I said Luke Bracey and he plays Jackson, the main love interest. And I said this cause I feel like he's been in so many movies, but like no one knows who he is. <laughs> and I feel like I've never seen him try and do some, I've never seen him try and do comedy and I was charmed by him. Obviously the comedy in this movie isn't the best, but, um, there's like this scene where um he's talking about uh how like this girl broke his heart basically and he's like well maybe she <laughs> made you think i can't even remember any of it because it wasn't memorable but it was like something where he was trying to pretend like he was talking about like hypothetically Someone but it was else, clearly yeah. specifically about him and i thought that scene was kind of charming um and I would say, like, special MVP award would go to Kristen Chenoweth because I feel like she just had fun doing it, that role. Yeah, I think so. And she was still, like, her, you know? Like, I feel like she was yeah. Kristen Chenoweth was very, like, just fun to watch, even if it was Agreed. rough at times. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd also, I'd say the same as you. Um, What's that What's the actor's name? Luke Bracey. Luke Bracey. So I, I thought he was like really sincere with the performance for, you know, what was there and like, yeah, he was, it was nice to watch. Like, I, I just feel like he did, all, he, he did a good job. I don't really mm -hmm. have much more to say yeah. on that, but like, what else is he in? Cause I don't, I don't recognize him from stuff. Um, so he's in this movie called Monte Carlo, which is, is like a Selena Gomez movie where she like goes to france and it's like a fun time he his love interest is leighton meester in it um and then he's also in a nicholas sparks movie i think it's called the best of me it's like one of the worst nicholas sparks movies i've ever seen oh yikes um but um apparently he was also in point break hacksaw ridge um which was that like andrew garfield movie i think right um and the November Man and other stuff. But I don't know. I just feel like he's just, like, kind of around. Like, he's he's been in things you just, like, don't know that you've seen him before. And I hope that he does more stuff like this, I guess. Um, so I thought it might be fun to incorporate um, at Avidity Mag. Um, we have a rating system. Um, that we use to rate movies that we review or shows. Um, and I thought it would be fun if we started giving a rating to the movies that or shows that we talk about according to our scale. Adam, can you tell us um, a little bit about our rating system? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, first off, you know, all of it's relative and probably bullshit, but doesn't really matter that much. We have to have some kind of rating system. Um, from... 10 to 50 on avidity or a zero to 50 uh that's really just not recommended some people that we just didn't enjoy and we wouldn't tell other people to enjoy it once you get past 50 and it goes from 50 to 65 
that's for fans of the genre or that kind of stuff. So for instance, in this case, if you really like rom-coms and we gave it a 55, maybe you would think that since I like rom-coms, even though it's bad, I could still enjoy this because I like the genre. Um, 65 to 85 is that we recommend this, but it really isn't doing anything amazing or special. It's just a good movie. You know, like we really make sure that those movies and TV shows, all of that, that are in the 85 to 100 are something that's do, that's doing something special or like amazing to us. So 65 to 85 is really a good movie, but not the more amazing movies or standout, you know, movies in that genre. And then 85 to 100 is that you should really watch this. This is a movie that or TV show that is not going to be forgotten. It does something really special. It does something really interesting. Um, and it's something we love. So with that said, what did you rate this movie? <laughs> so I rated it at 55. Um, because I think that if you are a fan of rom-coms, but mainly if you are a fan of Christmas rom-coms, which I think are usually leveled down, a step down in quality, um, come for me. But um, (laughs) I think you could enjoy it. I don't think it's anything to write home about, but um, if you like this type of movie, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. How about you? Uh, mine is a little lower. Um, I was kind of between 45 and 5, but uh, kind of in the end, 45. Like, I wouldn't recommend this because I think there is a lot of Christmas movies that are more fic- fit focused on Christmas than Holiday mm-hmm. is that are a better quality. You know, in the end, Holiday is also a bunch of different holidays, and it's not, I don't know. I mean, it starts and ends on Christmas, but that's kind of it. Um, and I think another thing that bothered me so much about this movie that maybe it usually wouldn't is that I was like, these are all these holidays that I missed this year. Like none of this happened because of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Like the whole time I was like, wow, it would have been really nice to actually have like an Easter get together or this or that, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. so maybe that's part of it too. It just reminded me all the stuff I missed out on. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Like all these fun like parties and stuff. Um, especially as we come up on the holiday season. But no, in the end, I just think there's so many better movies that are operating at the same tier of this one that just do a better job. If you want like a mediocre holiday movie, just pick any on Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm excited because I want to just like dive into like random thoughts I had and see like what you think. I don't know if you have any more, but... um, So... She has a younger brother in the film, and he gets engaged in the Christmas, in, like, the very first Christmas scene of the movie. And you end up finding out that they only knew each other for three months before they got engaged, and, like, during the movie, they get married. And, like, they just constantly make jokes that they, like, don't know each other at all, because they've, like, barely known each other for any amount of time. And so... They keep bringing up, like, oh, you don't know me at all. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, so, like, this couple's not going to work out. Like, they clearly don't know each other. They clearly are super different and, like, maybe aren't compatible. Um, And so I thought that, like, something was going to happen with that. And then just, like, nothing did and they ended up happy together. And I was like, why did you include this? (laughs) 
Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's the same with like her sister, like, um, making out with that guy at the party. It's like, okay, Black so Panther. Black Panther, yeah. It's also so dumb. Like that wasn't funny. <laughs> but, no, not at um, all. Like, uh, it's this nuance of oh you know, all relationships are challenging and difficult and so many different quirky couples out there. But it's like, that wasn't the point of the movie and he didn't flesh that out in any meaningful way. So it felt like filler that was just unnecessary to me. Both of those, like both sibling stories. I will yeah, say another thing. Makes sense. Another thing with the um, with the brother and, and that woman. Do you know their names? I, I don't. Um... <laughs> The younger brother. The younger brother and his name his is wife. York, apparently. York, yeah. Um, so his his wife is like there's this whole scene her name with is her at the Liz. F- Liz, okay. York and Liz, the most <laughs> memorable characters of this movie. Um oh, like I, I don't know. The whole thing with Liz, they were I feel like they were being like sassy, like cool kids with like her character. They were like Oh, we're going to make fun of, like, Liz who doesn't smoke pot. Like, she doesn't want to smoke the joint. Don't make her smoke the joint. Like, they're all sitting in the van at 4th of July, and she's like, I really, I don't want to smoke, like, I don't want to smoke this joint. And they were like, you're going to smoke the joint. It's like, no one would do that. If you do that in real life, like, you are a terrible person. Like, if this person's not comfortable smoking, then don't make them smoke. Right? That like, same, <laughs> yes, a really similar thing happens later where they, like, basically bully her into swearing. Right, it's like and just let her swear. Like you're not the better person for these things. It just adds like, to Sloane being the an writing, asshole. Right, and the writing made it seem like I think these people, like the writer, really thought they were a better person for smoking weed and swearing. You know, it's just like let this person live her life. I don't know, and and it just felt so unnecessary and just something they wanted to put in there just to like make some goofy statement that they thought was funny. You know, I don't know. Yeah, um, it was weird and. It felt like it had nothing to do with the movie at all. And the other thing that, and I, I laughed at this because I just thought it was so dumb. Um, and this maybe is like more of a thing that comes from cheesier rom-coms, but the constant like gender role conversations they had throughout the whole movie. It's like, if men aren't thinking about sex, they're thinking about explosions. I was like... <laughs> I don't care about explosions. Like, take it from me. Like, I don't take. I don't care about explosions. I don't know very many people who care about explosions. Like, that is not like a male stereotype, you know. Or it's like, and then it's others. It's like with we go like like uh um the main Jackson. You know, he's like, well, women are just like this, and then and then Emma Roberts goes, well, men are just like this, and like all of it was just like. like is this really what we're doing? It's 2020, and this these are the conversations that we're having in rom-coms? Um, like... now, yeah, now that you bring that up also, um, he has a friend named Neil, and he's literally a, the black best friend, and, like, barely is in any of the scenes. And I was like, are we still doing this in 2020? Like, I thought we had talked about this trope enough <laughs> to know that, And then that, making like, the only joke being, black, like, he's Black, black Panther, Panther at a party. Like, it's just... I thought that was just shitty and like just so like 2003 rom-com or something like yeah. that you know like <laughs> that, was, that was weird and like like you said not funny um so 
my next, I don't know, gripe, they do the, like, lift. Because I think they're talking about, like, crazy stupid love, like, Ryan Gosling, whatever. And so they do the lift at the thing, and then, like, her boobs fall out. And it's just, like, so weird. It's like, why did you do that? Like, it wasn't funny. And that part was just very bizarre. But I also just, on a side note, hate when... I, you know what? The more we talk about it, the more I feel like this movie wanted to be like, we're different than other rom-coms because we're crude. And that's what makes us cool and better. And it's like, sure, you're crude because her boobs come out and you talk about sex and you swear and you do pot and whatever. But like that doesn't make it funny and that doesn't make you better. <laughs> Well, and it wasn't even, like, that crude, right? It's like, they were like, ooh, we're going to make some crude moments, but it's not like this is, like, like girls' trip or, you know, actual, like, crude, fun rom-coms. Like, mm-hmm. it never, like, actually settled into being one type of rom-com. <laughs> no. Um, so, I also, I don't know if you felt this way, but I also felt like it jumped around in time so much that it was hard to believe that they actually had a real connection because they barely saw each other like it was yeah, like it was like i was like how much time has passed at this point but they were you know, really sticking really strictly to like we only see each other on holidays so like right. in theory they only saw each other like however many like seven times that year or something i don't know how many holidays it was exactly but like you're supposed to believe that they're like in love and they like, i don't know i guess you could but i was like it's weird that they're not spending more time together if they really like each other that much also, who, like, needs a date for Mother's Day? <laughs> like, just go hang out with your mother. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Um, okay, two two more things. One thing, how can a human adult possibly be that bad at driving a car? Yes, oh my gosh, like, I get it, you're <laughs> under stress, but it's not like you forget how to drive a car. So, for context, this is when um jackson's finger gets blown off because he loves explosions because he's a man and then (laughs) sloan has to drive him to the er and like this other guy won't do it because like he doesn't trust like the weirdo with his kids or something but then she like drives and starts just crashing all over the place i was like this that's like that slapstick comedy that just that i was talking about that just doesn't work i was like what are you what are you doing here it just didn't make any sense because it's like even a person who like doesn't i think she might have said like i haven't gotten my license renewed but like you had a license so you used to drive and also like you've maybe driven a golf cart you've maybe like there there is no way you would be that bad (laughs) i was like what is happening um so that was just so unrealistic and weird and then also there was like this really weird scene where they like it's like Cinco de Mayo I think and they like get blackout drunk and she like wakes up on the floor to like his foot is on the couch and she's like did we have sex and he was like I don't know and she's like I don't know either and he's like can't girls tell and she's like can't guys tell and they basically like you just the whole movie like you never know if they had sex or not and I just thought yeah, that was like, a really weird thing to do. Yeah, I thought it would maybe come back around or something, or they'd realize something from that. But when it goes back to that weird, like, girls and guys, like, oh, like, this is what we do. And then, like, yeah, it just, it, it, it then it was just over. <laughs> and it's weird because I get that they were both, like, blackout drunk, but, like, it's just, it's like a weird thing with consent. It's like, mm, yeah. if he... If they did have sex, obviously, 
and if he was more lucid than her, then, like, that's, like, assault. (laughs) And then, like, if neither of them remember it, I don't know what it is, but, like, it's just, it was such a weird, like, why was this included type of thing. Like, it didn't go anywhere. They could have done some, I feel like they could have done a lot of different things with that and gotten the same thing they needed to. Yeah. You know, like, just that wasn't, like... It felt like it was, like, this pivotal moment, but then there were, like, two other pivotal moments of them actually, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It was dumb. Um, but, yeah, that that's kind of all I had, notes-wise, on on Holiday, which was... Um, we can say it, a bad movie. It was a bad movie. A bad movie. movie. <laughs> I was, like, I was kind of, like should we should we talk about this like i'm just gonna like be really mean about it the whole time but i'm glad you were on the same page as me (laughs) yeah i i feel like i feel like the margin of the difference between our opinions on it is like clearly laid out in our ratings like yours was 45 Mm -hmm. and mine was 55 like it isn't that different of a rating yeah like but i just slightly think like some people would like this and, and you're like, no you're one a fool should watch this. If you don't like it, you're a fool <laughs> if you don't like it. Or if you do, if you like don't it. like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Big 180 there. No. Yeah. Freudian Bad slip. Movie. No, just kidding. Um. Yeah. So I, I like that we had like slightly different opinions on it, but mostly similar views. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch it. Um, so let's super quickly talk about what we've been watching. Um, I can start and say that I finished Lovecraft Country and I loved it and I thought it's so well made and I loved the characters and I was just like totally caught up in it. Um, obviously I love the genre. Um, I would say it's kind of like a mixture of horror sci-fi um, and I thought it was just, like, a super fun time, and it was also just very enjoyable to see such a diverse cast in this genre that they don't always get to participate in as much as they should be. Is, uh, is that set up for a second season, you think, or? So I was Googling about that, and it, it, I think as long as they are renewed, there will be a second season. Um, it's okay. not a limited series. It's it's meant to have more seasons. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, how, how, do you where are you at in it? I haven't watched any more of it, so just still those first few episodes. Yeah, I would say definitely keep going. Yeah, I want to. Um, and then the other thing that I have been like obsessed with is the Queen's Gambit. Ooh, and I really want to watch I'm it. Not alone. yeah because it's like the biggest um limited series that netflix has ever had and it's like 62 million downloads in the first 28 days or something like that so i'm definitely not alone it's i like it's just it's the music is great the even just like the sets are great the outfits the acting the plot like it's (laughs) so cathartic and i was thinking about it too it's the type of show that like you kind of just keep thinking really bad things are going to happen. And then it's like, oh, no, this is a safe space. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not going to be like this horrible thing you think. 
it'll be okay. Like, and I, th- I think that's a huge part of why it's enjoyable to watch. It's kind of like the perfect escape right now. Yeah. I, um, I, I haven't watched it yet. I really want to, um, I, what I've heard about it, which makes me really interested is uh, this is just, I can't even remember who it was. Someone on Twitter was like, this is like a live action anime. Like, it's just like really like, like action packed stuff about like chess or like really intense emotional chess. And maybe, I don't know, like you're the one that's watched it, but like, that's, that's how someone was describing it. And I I thought that sounded really fun because like, is that, is that kind of accurate? I mean, I don't watch a ton of animes, but so I don't really know what that refers to, but it's very cool. Like to see basically like this young girl, just like decimate all of these men and like all of them are so have such little expectations of her skills and then they're like defeated and that's really cathartic but um i was gonna say something else oh i do not know i do not know how to play chess and i have no interest in learning and it doesn't it doesn't take away from it at all i just like have no idea what they're doing (laughs) see that's that's the follow-up question i was gonna have is that like do you want to play chess now but you're still just like nah (laughs) <laughs> no I'm good <laughs> no. I don't think it's for me but I mean I yeah I don't think that you need that interest in order to like it I think that would just add a whole other element of fun if you did like it and I've actually I listened to an interview with someone who was like a chess pro and she was saying that the show is very accurate with like how it portrays the chess world and she said that actually a lot of chess players are um, end up becoming dependent on different, like, alcohol or drugs or things like that because they have very obsessive personalities. Um, so she said that the one thing that wasn't accurate was that Beth would be the only person struggling with that. She said a lot more of the people would also be struggling with it. Hmm. Um, so that was interesting. Sorry if that's a spoiler. No, that's all right. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> to watch it. I... I think it's always kind of it's fun to see those like um not uh, simpler concepts isn't the right word but not really action-packed concepts but like stuff that it's like these two people are sitting at a table playing chess and from like a film perspective you have to make that look interesting um and i'm assuming yeah. there's some cool stuff that they do in that in terms of like editing and everything to make it like make it more uh enthralling to watch a chess match mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mean I, I i like that kind of stuff and it's always kind of cool to see so very excited to watch it yes it's a good one what have you been watching i have been watching the mandalorian um so season two nice. came out recently uh it's it's a show that is coming out weekly which is actually kind of a relief because i don't get overwhelmed and i can just watch it weekly like i it comes out on Fridays on Disney Plus, and um, I'm like one episode behind now, and I can still watch it before next Friday and still be caught up. Like it's just, it's not it's not something I partake in that often anymore. Weekly TV shows because they right. don't really exist unless you're watching like network television. Um, right. So that's been kind of nice, and I just think the story just is still so good. Um, it's just it's it's episodic. Uh, have you watched any of Mandalorian? No, right. I know it's, I so should. It's, 
you really should. It's really fun. It's I think it's it's really what I want from Star Wars, and instead of kind of following the trilogy, we talked about this before, but like yeah. it's really just able to kind of mess with its own creativity and have fun with things. And mm-hmm. every episode is really a new set of characters. It's kind of like almost like the 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 monster of the week or like a western of the week kind of thing, where each mm. each episode is the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda getting into getting into trouble again and it's so fun to see these different like concepts they put together um in the star wars universe uh so i've been really impressed by it um that kind of sounds similar to lovecraft country in 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 that way yes totally it's it's very similar in that concept just less similar characters even than that you know because i really the mainstays are mandalorian and baby yoda and everybody else comes Mm -hmm. in and out episode by episode okay um the most recent one i saw that didn't come out this last Friday, but the Friday before was, uh, uh, I don't know if it was written by, but at least directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, and she was one of the characters mm-hmm. in it as well. And I thought that one was really great, but, uh, there's just a lot of really cool stuff there. They seem to be hinting at in this, in this episode that not only is just fun for a TV show on its own, but also puts in a lot of cool, like lore from the star Wars universe in it that I think it's like people really excited. And I'm not, I'm not like really into Star Wars, like deep lore stuff, you know, but like enough that I kind of know the concepts and general like ideas of who these new characters are that have a lot of history with Star Wars or what this weird Mm -hmm. thing is that like people talk about in a lot of different Star Wars, like movies and literature and stuff. So that's really fun. I think they just do a really good job with it. I think I would probably miss some of that stuff, but... It, oh, but it doesn't but so good is it doesn't matter if you miss it you know like mm-hmm. it's just another thing almost more like an easter egg than anything um yeah i i, I it's funny because i i mostly i i'm realizing now i didn't mention two other shows i started like I'm, <laughs> i need to calm down but um i watch things mostly with my roommates and none of them have seen star wars and have no interest in the mandalorian so I think that's like a huge reason why I haven't watched it. Otherwise, I would yeah. be like pushing for it. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to have to watch it alone. Oh, but... It'll be there for you when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's no rush. I want to talk about this more in our next episode, but I just started the show The Undoing, which is Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, and it's like a murder mystery family drama type thing, and it looks great. Um, we watched the first two episodes, and we're hooked, and then... Also, a true crime docuseries, also on HBO. It's called Murder on Middle Beach, and it's about this guy whose mom was murdered, and he's making a documentary on um, basically trying to figure out what happened to her. Um, so, yeah, those two I'm sure I'll have more to say next time, but I'm excited to watch more of it. Yeah, cool. I've got to figure out what I'm watching next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's our episode on Holiday, and we will see you next time. Thanks, bye. Bye.